Hello, everyone. It's time for Banished Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 153, season 7. And today's date is August 2nd, 2022. And uh, I'm glad you could join me today. I have an interesting show coming up. Today, we'll talk about uh, Burger Chef Restaurants, uh, another uh, fast food chain uh, that uh, was like uh, Henry's Hamburgers, McDonald's, Yankee Doodle Dandy, Burger King, you name it. And uh, had a very interesting life, uh, this particular uh, establishment. So I'll talk about the history of it and uh, a few memories of this place. Also, I'll do uh, two tributes of uh, two actresses that passed away this weekend. Uh, First one was uh, Nichelle Nichols from the TV series Star Trek, the first series, that is, and also actress-comedian Pat Carroll, very funny lady. And I'll talk about my memories of watching these wonderful, talented ladies on television. Okay. First off, uh, the program will go into a commercial break. This program is brought to you by Nine Lives Cat Food, featuring who else? Morris the Cat. And uh, I, I found this commercial on YouTube, and it's hilarious. So just listen listen what he says. So uh, this commercial is from the mid, early 1970s. Uh, most of his commercials were at the time. So just sit back and enjoy. Thank you, everyone. Nine Lives presents Morris. Look at that pussy cat. Reminds me of Louie from the old neighborhood. Sounds like him, too. Getting hungry? I'll go watch the baboons. Don't be finicky. There's nine lives. Well, if you've seen one baboon. <laughs> Tuna and egg, liver. Nine lives, liver. Nine lives. Nutritious foods cats really like. Even Morris. You bring out the animal in me, nine lives. Wow. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for... Uh, nine lives featuring Morris the Cat. Oh, do you, did you hear that first line? He said <laughs> they were in the zoo and they and he saw a tiger and he reminded them of uh, some neighborhood um, friend from his old neighbor. You know, from his old neighborhood. His name was Louie. <laughs> I love these commercials when uh, when they were airing. They were wonderful. Uh, Morris the Cat. Uh, are you still? I think he still does commercials. You don't see him much, but uh, they use different cats. And uh, let me give you a little background of that. Um, he was an orange tabby tomcat. Also, he was known as the most finicky cat. Uh, he was found in a, a an animal shelter in his in Hinsdale, Illinois, in 1968. And then they uh, started airing commercials from 1969 to 1978. Uh, they used uh, the first one, then they continue on. And uh, he did about almost 60 commercials. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. And uh, 
his animal uh, trainer, his handler, who well, his name was Bob Martwick. Also, uh, let's see who else. But he also appeared in two movies. He appeared in The Long Goodbye, starring Elliot Gould, and the other one, Seamus, with Burt Reynolds and Diane Cannon. So, you know, I never noticed that. I've seen the movies uh, a long time ago. Maybe if I rewatch them, maybe I could find Morris in there. <laughs> I don't know if he's named that. I don't think so. But uh, he's still grumpy. But the, the commercials are, most of the commercials are on YouTube. If you care to watch, they're very enjoyable. They're, they're just funny. He's a cute, he was a cute thing. He really was. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I mentioned that I will talk about the Burger Chef restaurants and also my tributes to two actresses, uh, Nichelle Nichols and Pat Carroll. Before I get started, I want to mention one more uh, death. That happened was Bill Russell, uh, that famous basketball player. He played for the, uh, I believe, the Boston Celtics. Uh, I'm not, I don't follow basketball, so I'm a little rusty. But uh, he was well known. He was a tall guy. Ooh, he was tall. But a lot of people don't know that he did acting, and he performed on uh, certain TV shows, and uh, he did that. I don't know about movies. No. So he did, there was three credits he did. Uh, the first acting role he did was, uh, it was a TV series that lasted one year. It was called Cowboy in Africa. And that, that starred uh, Chuck Connors from The Rifleman. Also, uh, he appeared on It Takes a Thief, starring Robert Wagner. He was on The Bill Cosby Show, the first one in 1971. And he appeared in The Variety Show, uh Rowan and Martin's laughing. Uh, I have I have it on DVD, and he appeared with a lot of uh, famous sports uh, figures at the time, and uh, also Love American Style. He appeared on The White Shadow, and his last acting role was in Miami Vice. So uh, yeah, it's, but uh, he seemed like a nice man. He really does. And I heard from what I heard from people, a very good basketball player. So that's good. And uh, he's just, he was well known in the sports field. So it's a shame that. Okay. And uh, he was 88 years old. So that's, uh, he had a, he lived a long life. Okay. All right. Before I get it to, before I begin to talk about Burger Chef, I will talk about the, the two actresses I mentioned. First up is Nichelle Nichols, and uh, she's uh, best known for her portrayal as uh, Lieutenant Uhura. Her first name was Nyota, and uh, she appeared in Star Trek and also the uh, the film sequels. She was in there. And uh, I'll give you a little uh, history of her. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, she was born... On December 28th, 19, she, uh, excuse me, December 28th, 1932, in Robbins, Illinois. That's a suburb outside of Chicago, not too far from where I live. And uh, her father was the town mayor in, like, 1929, right in the early 30s. And uh, later on, I guess when they, I guess maybe when he finished his term, they moved to Chicago, and they lived in the Woodlawn neighborhood. Uh, my father owned property there uh, a long, long time ago, uh, way before I was born, and attended Inglewood High School, where she graduated. And then uh, 
she did some uh she appeared on stage and uh some musicals and uh let's see and then uh let's see what else she was on the she was featured on the cover of Ebony Magazine, and had, uh, she was interviewed in two articles. And uh, I think I believe she was uh, discovered by Duke Ellington, the band leader. Uh, I think she was, and uh, you know he was a big uh, band leader, very uh, talented. And then uh, before she started in Star Trek, uh, she appeared in a TV show called The Lieutenant. And Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, uh, also created this show, and uh, she appeared on that show for the first time. So that this is the first time she appeared with him, not with him, but in one of his series. Also, William Shatner was in this uh, television show. And then she got the role of uh, Lieutenant Uhura when Star Trek premiered in 1966, and... Uh, she wasn't on every episode, not from what I remembered, and she wasn't. And uh, she wanted to give up the role, but Martin Luther King uh, convinced her, no, stay, stay. And uh, she did. And I'm glad she did. You know, she was wonderful, you know, and uh, very, she was at the computer, you know, all the computer, um, <laughs> um, all the, how do you say it? <laughs> Hardware. <laughs> you know, and, she was on the consoles and all that. She was communicating with uh, each of the crew members on the Starship Enterprise. And uh, it was fascinating to watch. I have the show on DVD. It's on Blu-ray. It looks gorgeous. You know, and it really is. Uh, I haven't watched the show lately. I used to. I'm a, not a Trekkie fan, really, but a little bit. Um, I remember watching the show on Channel 9, WGN-TV in Chicago. And they aired uh, reruns, and when the show ended in 1969, then the reruns started. It, the first one it ran for the first time on NBC, it wasn't that popular. I mean, it was, but the rating rating wise, no. It's just uh, I'm surprised. So um, because the show was from Desilu Studios, and which was uh, owned by Lucia Ball, and uh, she made a decision. You know, they wanted not to air this show, but she made the decision and she said, no, I like the show. Leave it. I'm glad she did. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really happy she did. And, uh, so what's, so I watched the reruns of Star Trek, um, religiously during the seventies. Oh, it's a fascinating show. It really is. You know, and, uh, then more Star Trek sequels came and, and gone and they still have a new one today. Uh, and movies, you know, new movies like that. And, uh, let's see. And then after that, she, um, she did some movies. Uh, there was one in the movie called Truck Turner and she was, uh, with starred Isaac Hayes, the singer. And, uh, I heard she played a madam and she had a, uh, you know, she had a dirty mouth. <laughs> that must have been fun <laughs> to watch that. And, uh, so that was, that was interesting. And, uh, she made personal appearances, you know, going on the circuit, you know, signing autographs. And then, uh, then she got sick. She, uh, she, then she was diagnosed with dementia and then she quit. And that was, that was a shame. And, uh, she passed away on 
July 30th, 2022. She was 89 years old. She lived a long life. and uh, But she made a, a huge mark on television. She was, a, I think she was the first black woman appeared on a primetime series. Uh, she wasn't the, the lead, you know, but she was, um, she was part of that. Um, but she was a supporting character. And then after that, like in 1968, Diane Carroll started in Julia. So she was the lead actress of the, of a sitcom. So she did that. And, uh, well, there were others that mentioned, like, you know, that I mentioned, but, Never mind that. Anyway, uh, so it's a shame she passed away. She was wonderful. She really was. Okay. Next up, I will talk about Pat Carroll. Now, Pat Carroll was a very funny. I don't know when I when I look at her, when I watch her, I just started laughing. She didn't do anything, you know, because she had this infectious laugh, and she was oh, she was charming and very talented, you know, and uh, she was. Best known as Ursula. She voiced Ursula in the 1989 Disney movie, The Little Mermaid. I've seen it once or twice. Fabulous. Fabulous. <coughs> Excuse me. Then, um, and then, um, let's see. So, um, I should be back in the soap uh, in one moment. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I apologize. Um, I had a frog in my throat. I had to clear it up. Um, I don't know. When I speak too much, uh, my throat gets dry and drink a lot of water. It's some sort of throat condition. So uh, I'm fine now. So anyway, back to Pat Carroll. Uh, like I said before, she's a, she was a very funny uh, actress. She was a comedian. Uh, she's best known as voicing Ursula in The Little Mermaid. She appeared in a lot of TV shows. Uh also on stage, and um, my brother saw her in the um, theater production of Chicago, and she played Big Mama. And he went, to, she went to, he went to see her, and there was, a, I think, Mary Lou Henner, and uh, I don't know who else was in the cast, but uh, my brother told me she was fabulous, fabulous. She's, you know, she was one of a kind. So, so I'll give you a little uh, biography of her. Uh, she was. She was born May 25th, May 5th, excuse me, 1927, <coughs> excuse me, uh, in Shreveport, Louisiana. Then she moved to Los Angeles when she was five years old. And then she started uh, doing little uh, bit parts. Uh, she started in a couple movies, and then, uh, then she appeared on television most of the time. She made her TV debut in the Red Button Show. Uh, a famous comedian. He had a variety show. And then uh, she appeared in Caesar's Hour. She was a regular. Um, she won an Emmy Award. Uh, that was Sid Caesar's uh, after the show of Your Show of Shows. And then she was a regular on Make Room for Daddy, which was the Danny Thomas show. And uh, she did. A, she was there for four years. And she appeared on, with Carol Burnett and... Uh, she was in the production of Rogers and Hammerstein's musical version of Cinderella, and she played one of the stepsisters. I watched that on YouTube. It was she was great. She was nasty and funny, and her uh, character's name was Prunella. And uh, she, when she toured on Broadway, uh, she had a one-woman show called Gertrude Stein. Gertrude, Gertrude Stein, Gertrude Stein, Gertrude Stein, three times. And uh, 
You know, she did over a thousand performances, which I watched an interview of her recently, and she said that. And then uh, most people will remember her in the 70s. She played uh, Cindy Williams' mother, uh, Laverne and Shirley. She played Lily, uh, uh, what's her name? I'm trying to feel, I can't think of her last name. You know, um, Shirley, Feeney. So she was Lily Feeney, excuse me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she played, uh, there was a TV show that, was on for about a year. It was in 1977 called Busting Loose. That starred Adam Arkin. And there were uh, other characters. She played his mother. And her character's name was Pearl Markowitz. And she was funny in that show. And then she appeared in uh, Too Close for Comfort with Ted Knight. It was called The Ted Knight Show. And she and she, she started in like the last two seasons of that. And then he passed away in 1986. And then she played... Uh, the mother of Suzanne Summers in the, it was a sitcom of syndicate called She's the Sheriff. And she was there for two years. I never seen that show. I want to watch that. She, she also did voice, uh, voiceovers for uh, Hanna-Barbera, Pound, Pup, uh, Pound Puppies, a Pup Named Scooby-Doo, uh, TV specials, you know, with Garfield. But she's just well known for as Ursula, the squid. And her famous song is called Poor Unfortunate, Poor Unfortunate Souls. And uh, I've heard, you know, I've, I've watched the movie and I've heard her sing. That was wonderful. She was great. Also, she appeared in a lot of game shows. Lots and lots of game shows in the 60s and the 70s. Famous for Password. I used to watch it on the Game Show Network. And uh, there's, still, there's some episodes on YouTube. If you watch it, she was, she's funny and very smart. She appeared like Celebrity Sweepstakes. I think these, um, I've Got a Secret Match Game. She appeared, to tell the truth. You know, and did Shakespeare, acted in Shakespeare plays. And uh, wow, that was wonderful. Here's a bit of trivia about her. Uh, about 60 years ago, uh, you know, I might talk about this on a future episode, was The Jetsons that premiered in 1962. She was going to be, She's going to do the voice of Jane Jetson. They she signed, but they changed. I don't know what happened. They changed their minds, and then they had uh, Penny Singleton uh, took over the voice, and it was going to be uh, Pat Carroll for Jane Jetson and Maury Amsterdam as George. But uh, I don't know. And that was alleged. So, and but she filed suit, and. Uh, so they found it, but uh, she didn't win. So, uh, so she didn't get the role. I, I think she would have been fine, but uh, she might be too comedic for that role. I could be wrong. Anyway, so uh, she passed away this past weekend, same time with uh, Nichelle Nichols uh, on July thirtieth, twenty twenty-two, and she was ninety-five years old. She lived a long life. Oh, God bless her. She was fabulous. You know, uh, there was no one like her. And uh, my memories of watching her was, of course, I'm, what I've said, uh, TV shows, game shows. Uh, she did appear in a play in Chicago maybe about, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It said in an article. It could be in the 90s. And uh, so another funny lady gone. That's sad. Okay. Right now we... Get down to the uh, the fun stuff is Burger Chef. Oh, this uh, this 
interesting establishment was uh, very memorable to most people in Chicago, but it's really not a, uh, it was not found in Chicago. Uh, I'll tell you in a second and give you the the beginnings of the show, of the uh, restaurant. So it was an American fast food chain, yeah, restaurant chain that is, excuse me, and it was it's was founded in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay, and uh, and it expanded to other you know, other other states in America and also some in Canada, and. Uh, so uh, let's see. So in the Chicagoland area, the only locations I could find was, uh, let's see, there was one in Homewood, Illinois. Also, uh, I have a list here somewhere, so I will get it for you. It'll be up in a second. And okay, here we go. Okay, I got this ad from the Chicago Tribune from 1961, and they were about uh, six or seven uh, locations. Uh, I'll read off the locations real, uh, real fast. So uh, here's one. It's uh, It was in Maywood uh, and Roosevelt Road. Also, it was on 82nd and Pulaski. I did not know that because I lived in that er- uh, neighborhood, but this is way b- this is before I was born. So, yeah, there was a burger chef there. Also in Franklin Park on Grand Avenue. Also Homewood, which I mentioned. It was on 175th Street and Dixie Highway. It had two locations in Joliet. One was at Plainfield and Larkin and one on Madonna Street. And also in Indiana, there was one in Gary on Broadway Street. But I also found out there was one in Valparaiso. And a couple of people mentioned yesterday when I post, when I posted this, to say I'm going to do a podcast episode on Burger Chef, they said there was one in Evanston and Elgin, which I didn't know. But uh, that's all I could find with the locations, and uh, could have been other um, could have been other locations in the Chicagoland area. We'll see about that. Okay. Right now, I'm going to play a commercial for Burger Chef, and the woman, the the young lady that's speaking in this commercial, uh, well, I'll give you a hint. It, she's from the Brady Bunch. First, I had Barry Williams from last week doing just a orange soda. Now, the young lady is from Brady Bunch, but I won't tell which uh, girl is is. It could be Marsha Brady, Jan Brady, or Cindy Brady. So I'll, I'm going to play the commercial, and you try to guess who it is. But if, once you listen to her, you know it's so who it'll be. So here we go. Thank you. Open wide, America. Burger Chef's got big, juicy, terrific burgers for you. 100% all beef. We really work hard to serve them hot and delicious. So you can take them to our works bar and make them taste even better. The way you want them, you're going to love our burgers. Open wide, America. You never can forget. You get more, more, Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial. That, of course, was Eve Plum as Jan Brady doing a Burger Chef commercial. <laughs> you can find it on YouTube. There are a few commercials of Burger Chef on YouTube, and if you care to watch, please do. They're fun to they're they're fun to uh, view on those. Anyway, getting back to Burger Chef. Uh, 
let's see. Uh, let me tell you about the items they uh, provided. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, mo- they had a double burger called the Big Chef. So it's like a quarter pounder or a Big Mac like that. And uh, also they had the quarter pound hamburger, which was the quarter pounder in McDonald's called the Super Chef. They also had a works bar where you would go into the restaurant and there was a uh, display or like a table and uh, they had toppings. They had condiments like, for example, tomatoes, uh, lettuce, pickles, or ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, whatever you wanted, onions, you know. And uh, this reminds me of Fuddruckers. Uh, believe it or not, Fuddruckers is still in business, but I don't think they're in in Chicago anymore. I, I haven't seen any. Uh, the last time I went to a Fuddruckers was in Schaumburg. Well, this was about oof, 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago when I worked up north at my job. And uh, so they also had fish sandwiches. They had uh, French fries. Uh, I don't know if they had other onion rings. I don't think so. And, you know, they had uh, chocolate. You know, milkshakes, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, whatever you wanted. And uh, also, in 1972, they introduced the Fun Burger. And it was a, it, it included a hamburger, and it had uh, puzzles and a small toy. Well, you know what it sounds like. It sounds like the Happy Meal from McDonald's, and which I'm, which now I'm going to talk about the Fun Meal. And it was the first first kids meal. It included a burger, french fries, and a drink, and a cookie, and a small toy. And uh, and they included stories, like a little comic strips. And uh, the mascots were Burger Chef and Jeff. And you would see those in those commercials uh, or advertisements. And, uh, and he, they had adventures with other um, uh, people. Included the the, magi- the magician Burgerini or Burgerini Burgerini, <laughs> and they had a vampire. His name was Count Fangberger. And they had a talking ape called Burgerilla, and uh, there was a witch called Cackleburger. And it had, and the fun meal consisted with riddles and 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 uh, puzzles. And then in 1979, McDonald's introduced the Happy Meal. And uh, so Bur- uh, the people who worked for Burger Chef, you know, the guys in charge, sued McDonald's, but they lost. So I don't know why, how that happened. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Also, there was promotional. They did some promotional uh, advertising. Like, for example, when Star Wars was released in 1977, they did uh, Burger Chef uh, did some promotional uh did some promotions for their movie and uh, they had like uh, boxes featuring all the star Wars characters like Luke, Luke Skywalker, Chewbacca, Princess Leia, and of course, Darth Vader. And they had that. And you can find those on eBay. You can find them. They have them on, you know, they're posted. And you, if you want to buy them, if you're a star Wars uh, geek and a big fan, you know, grab them, snatch them <laughs> like the, and then, um, to tell you to my memories of that, of watching uh, on TV, you know, the commercials of Burger Chef were just that. I never went to a Burger Chef restaurant, so I don't know how it tasted. I have no idea. 
And they used to advertise on Channel 32, WFLD TV in the 70s. I remember watching, you know, reruns of that, like the Munsters or Speed Racer. Uh, what else? Like Felix the Cat. Uh, even, um, so they advertise, you probably dur- during, dur- uh, during Dirty Dragon, BJ and Dirty Dragon show. Maybe they did it. I'm not sure. And I remember seeing the, you know, I always wanted, I don't know, because there wasn't, any burger chef restaurants where I live, not close by. So that's uh, that's a shame. That was a shame. Okay, so in 1968, General Foods Corporation purchased the chain and they expanded. And they had 600 locations in 39 states. So it, I think it grew real fast. And in 1982, uh, General Foods sold, sold Burger Chef to a Canadian company called Amasco. And they own Hardee's, uh, that fast food chain. And um, believe it or not, I went to a Hardee's one time, and that was in DeKalb, Illinois, near Northern Illinois University. And uh, my brother attended there, and I went to a Hardee's one time. It was pretty good, but it was years ago. This was like in the like the 80s. So, um, and they did carry some of the items of Burger Chef. They did carry, I believe they carried the, uh, maybe the Big Chef or the Super Chef. I'm not sure. And uh, so, and then they, they just got, and so they, uh, let's see. So they got rid of that. And then all the Hardee's restaurants, you know, all the, I'm sorry, all the Burger Chef restaurants were converting into Hardee's all over the uh, United States, which was a shame. So uh, that disappeared. Uh, Burger Chef disappeared uh, from the Chicagoland area about eh, the 80s, early 80s, like that, 81, 82, and they were gone. They had some slogans of Burger Chef, which was fascinating, and uh, I'll read them off to you. So let's see. Uh, in 19, uh, like in one year, they, they, do, they said uh, there's more to like at Burger Chef, and Burger Chef goes all out to please your family. And then for five years, from 71 to 76, you in the, the advertise you get more to like at Burger Chef. And from four years, from 1976 to 1980, they said, uh, we really give you the works. And open wide America, you, you never can forget. And also, you get more to like at Burger Chef. And the last one they used was nowhere else but Burger Chef. So... Uh, I kind of, if you watch the commercials on YouTube, they probably mentioned these slogans. They probably will do that. Okay. Also, there was a, this didn't involve in Chicago, but there was like a, a very tragic event that happened in, uh, outside of uh, Indianapolis at Speedway. And it was called, uh, it was the Burger Chef Murders. And they were, uh, they were these employees that worked at that restaurant and uh, they disappeared. And uh, a lot of people thought they were, they robbed the store. You know, it was like an inside job, but uh, it wasn't the case. No, Th- because uh, it was a robbery kidnapping. And then uh, about um, not too far from the restaurant, <coughs> excuse me, four, body, four bodies were found. There were four deaths, and uh, they used a uh, firearm, a knife, and blunt options. Oh, it was horrific! It really was those poor, those poor teenagers. You know, 
but they never found it was it's still a, a unsolved case they haven't found the perpetrators so uh but a lot of people remember that it was a it was a huge uh, news item so this occurred in November 17th 1978 so that's called the burger chef murders like that and uh it was uh, two girls and two boys so that's uh, that's horrible like that and uh, maybe that was the reason maybe a lot of people think of that maybe it was the demise of the um restaurant but it really wasn't because it opened too fast too many locations and uh that sounds like chicken unlimited they did the same thing in chicago they opened too many locations and then they were always in debt so they should have done it slowly you know and uh, i still miss that restaurant to this day okay and so burger chef uh will live on through vanish chicagoland land <laughs> that's where so another fast food uh chain uh is gone just like yankee doodle dandy i missed that place too okay so uh that'll be all for today uh for this episode i discussed uh, my tributes to actresses uh pat carroll michelle nichols also i talked about the burger chef restaurant chain also, you know, I did some research on that. That was very interesting to, uh, to discuss. So, uh, I will do another podcast episode this weekend. And uh, once this pop podcast episode is published, it'll be available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Amazon Music. Also, it's on iHeartRadio, you know, and so... Wherever podcasts available, I also have a YouTube channel, uh, also Van Chicago and Stories. This will be posted on my social media accounts. You can on Facebook and Twitter if you care to listen. Okay. So this is a Pete Costanz, your host of Van Chicago and Stories, the podcast. And thank you again for joining me. I had a wonderful time talking. Pardon me for the coughing. <laughs> I did I did my best. You know, my throat gets dry for speaking too much, and I apologize again. So um, so it's bye-bye now for, for me. And uh, here is Ray Rayner uh, saying bye-bye-bye with a little traveling music, as always, on every episode. So take care, everyone. So long, and have a good day. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.